Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treats. Is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you made it here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got to the man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys and chill, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. We're back, baby, and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Pretty solid. Don't forget to use our promo code BLEAV Believe to receive your bonus from football, basketball, and boxing right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. In the house. Okay, okay, let's go, let's go. Hey. What do you do? Yeah. Hey, that's that's my puzzle maker. <laughs> <laughs> what up, E. Warfield? What up, Green Eye Bandit? What up, there, JD? What's happening? What's going on? Bobby hey, Shaw? man, I tell y'all, I don't know if you remember uh, JD. Uh-huh. I used to live what two houses from Barbershop in Leewood. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I come home thinking I'm in an empty house. This dude is at my dining table making puzzles by himself in my house. What? <laughs> man, sometimes you have to make the time go by, man. I love putting those puzzles together, those 5,000-piece puzzles. Yeah. I had a bunch of kids around my house, but I could go to Warfield's house, lay it on that big old seven-foot dining room table you had. <laughs> start, hey, man, put together. You, gotta, you start with that board and get that board together. Then the pieces fall together, man. That's how I, you know, got peace of mind, bro. <laughs> yeah, the sanctuary. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> but he, you say you just walk in. He just in there doing a the puzzle. Walk in here in the crib making a puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> piece by piece. Piece by piece, man. <laughs> Good times. I don't only would. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what's been going on, man? What's been going on? I see y'all got this new Chiefs podcast <laughs> kicking. Y'all doing y'all thing each week. We're trying some shop. It's 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 um it's slowly becoming a passion of ours right now. We just we're getting some some good fun guests on. We got some great ex players, uh some you know, some regular Joes to call on and I won't call them regular Joes, but just you know, your average fan and other people that have podcasts, they call on and you know, you know, give us their little layout of the season and you know what they're doing. So that's about it, man. That's all we do is talk cheap stuff on here. Good outlet, good outlet. Positive or negative. Had been a good year so far, but hey, we're still on. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I, I still wake up, see that sun shining. So every day I feel blessed. And That's right. Talk about the kingdom, talk about the Chiefs. 
That's you right. Know, they got some bumps and bruises, you know what I'm saying? Everything don't work out the same way, but eventually they'll learn how to hold on to the ball. Then eventually they'll learn how to cover guys. So yeah, those, those two things right there is different between being three and uh, two and three and five and zero. Oh. That's true. There it is. That's right. That's what I tell people all the time, man. We probably had that. That's that's the toughest five game stretch in the NFL. Shoot, I, I you know I don't know who had one tougher to be honest with you. And when I look at the people, you know that we played. I mean, shoot, was that four playoff teams? Four playoff teams. You know, out of the five weeks, so. You know, shoot, and, and an up and coming team. Yeah, yeah. Eagle, I, the Eagles were not no slump. I mean, obviously they got some they got some deficits in their uh, squad, but all in all, the other teams we play, I mean, I mean, all those teams are probably going to win their uh, win the division. So it'll be it's going to be it's going to be tough. You know, we go through the tough part of the schedule. I think they said that um, you know, like you said, our first uh, five games is, is the toughest schedule in the NFL. But then the, obviously the season gets. Uh, remarkably easier, uh, obviously, except for that Green Bay game and except for the Cowboys game. Besides those two games, um, I think we got we got a lot of. I'm not gonna say cakewalk. It's never a cakewalk, but we got a lot of below average teams to play. Um, and then, of course, we got to play the Chargers again. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, my my take is is I know y'all said that we got those are all playoff teams, but you know, at the beginning of the season, if you look at those teams, yes, they are good teams. They are playoff teams. Up and surging teams. Before this season started, you would still look at the Chiefs and say we're better than every last one of those teams. Before the season starts, you could easily say we're better than all those teams. Do I see any losses in that category beforehand? No, I didn't see us losing any of those games, but we have, and it's mainly because of it's just bad play. You know, offense isn't uh, thriving the way that they did in the past. Defense has just been struggling since day one. Um, but the thing is, is, the defense hasn't been all that great from the years of, of uh, you know, Mahomes being here. You know, it's always been having it's, – it's mostly been a shootout. You know, and outside of the Super Bowl year, uh, they put up – they had some decent stops and had uh, some decent games defensively. Uh, but we've been riding this coattail of the offense ever since he's been here. So, for whatever reason, Veach – Andy Reid and Spags, they haven't done a good job of drafting and, and getting free agency picks. None of these guys are paying out. You know, I'm, I'm a ride or die with the guys that we have. And that's why I hate all the, you know, the negative talk about Dan Sorensen. Right. Because, you know, right now he's getting he's getting a lot of heat. You know, people want him gone. They want him Thornhill in. I, yeah, throw Thornhill in. Get, give him some reps. Uh, take some of the heat off of Dan. But I don't think Dan's that bad of a guy. Shit, he made it to the NFL for a reason. You know, he's got a Super Bowl ring for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's just that right now, our defense as a whole isn't playing work crap. Right, right. And we, we and to be honest with you, we haven't had a whole defense since day, you know, from the very beginning. We haven't had a healthy defense. Matthew's been out. Clark's been out. Chris Jones was out. Gay was out. So you ain't had all your pieces in at, at one time. But I, I, I agree with you, man. But look. We've been getting beat up on the on the D line, and like you said, Source, and I don't care who you put back there. Hey, ain't nobody could cover anybody all day. Just you know, when somebody has that much time to throw the football without any type of pressure, you're going to struggle. You're just going to struggle. And so, you know, especially man, this this week when you had a guy who has the legs and can run and the ability like uh, like Allen, you know. So 
anytime you have a running quarterback, it's going to be difficult for a de- defense anyway, because that's just an extra guy that you got could, could do more with the football. So uh, if you have a healthy Chris Jones, maybe it changes things a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. But like I said, I, I've always said this. Just got to get a little bit more up, up front, man. I, I went back and watched this game right before we got on here. And I'm just like glaringly, it's just like no pressure. And the time that, you know, you thought was going to get home, penalty or something like that happened. That, or he breaks the pocket. Or he breaks the pocket. And, and like at running back, like a, a running quarterback, he'll tear you apart. And Our front seven has no speed. I, I've been saying this since day one. We got no speed. I think if 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 we were to pay a t- play a Tom Brady right now, Tom Brady could rush for eighty yards against our front seven. Mm. Lord have mercy! <laughs> Man, that made me giggle right there. That's a good huh? one. <laughs> <laughs> that made me giggle right there a little bit. Uh, I don't know if I agree completely with you know no speed. I know we got some guys. Obviously, Willie Gay is probably one of the Faster linebackers in the league right now, uh, but obviously you got to get the season. No, barbershop. I'm just saying, going into the season right now, our, our speed is within the front seven. We don't have it. You know, that, that's the only reason you would let Jalen Hurts throw for 380 some yards against you. Jalen Hurts is not even a prolific passer, but he's able to scramble and make those plays. You know, uh, Allen, he's a playmaker. Just dude is a top five quarterback to me. Been since ever since last year, and to let him get out of the pocket, he's gonna make he's gonna make those nice dime throws or big runs. He's been known for making those big runs, and if you don't have the kind of speed, yes, Bolton is probably the quickest guy we got. Gay is fast, but he's out. We don't have him. Our defensive line has no speed at all, at all. So when you get upfield and they break pocket, who's gonna who's gonna add that extra pressure? Who's gonna keep from keep up that quarterback from getting outside? So, I mean, Willie Gay is working his way back in. I think he had 20 snaps his last game. But you think he's a savior, though? As a linebacker, you think he's a savior for our defense? I mean, he's a guy who's, I mean, he's a guy that can go sideline to sideline. He's a guy we got to go with. Um, I think the, the other guys we have in are more experienced. Uh, they're probably more instinctive. But um, as of right now, they're just not making plays. So, you got to put guys in there that can make plays. So, I think we uh, – I'd rather gamble with, you know, Willie Gay – sometimes going the wrong direction and maybe not knowing the calls and stuff like that and still be a playmaker. Because it only takes, hey, you knock that ball out, get that interception, that, that corrects a lot of things. And I think that's what we've seen, uh, even going back to last year at Buffalo, uh, their defense wasn't, wasn't anything to, uh, to, to, to smile about that first half. It was a bunch of penalties, a bunch of missed tackles. When it got down to the red zone, they, you know, they stiffened up their back. Uh, they were able to hold us to a field goal. And then their special teams came down, knocked the ball out. Got the ball back for the offense, got them rolling. Um, but before then, I mean, I, I think our first drive was like a, a 17, 16, 17 play drive. Uh, we just stalled out because of the penalty. Yeah. Um, and then it got us, you know, kind of held us to a field goal. But other than that, man, like I always believe, you know, defense about putting playmakers on the on, on the field. So whether the secondary guys, um, linebackers, or guys up front, um, and that's what we say. If you watch the game, uh, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens against Indianapolis Colts. The Colts whipped their butts for three and a half quarters. And then at the last six, seven minutes of the game, all of a sudden the Ravens playmakers came out. Calais Campbell came out of nowhere, right? Mark Andrews scored three, two, three touchdowns. Hollywood Brown, overtime touchdown. Lamar was finding his guys, playmakers, to make plays um, in critical, ca- critical time of that game. 
they ended up coming back from a 16-point deficit to uh, pull out that win at home. So, um, yeah, I think our playmakers just need to stand up and make some more plays. So you, so what you're saying that, you know, the question is, and I think that's what he is, is kind of uh, kind of alluding to a little bit. Do we have those guys on defense, right? Do we have those guys that may be, I don't know, are they hiding in the locker room? Where, I mean, where are they at? I mean, you know, they don't want to play. Willie Gay, I believe, like you said, is one of the fastest linebackers in the league. Now, I'm looking at his recognition because, any look, you can be fast all you want to, but if you're not recognizing, you know, like lane responsibility where you need, it don't matter. And I, I was just kind of, like I said, I, I was I was going back. Man, I wish, you know what, I wish we could have had like a film study, like all three of us just watching it right now and actually, you know, just talking about the game. But I was just I was just seeing him just out of place. And there's guys out of place. D-line just wasn't coming off the football. And I'm looking at what, uh, the defensive tackle. This joker's right there at the nose, zero technique. And he's like two or three yards off. He ain't, he ain't running, a, you know, any type of uh, – Stun or, or any type of loops, any none of that. He just two, he just lined up two or three yards off the ball. Like, how does that even happen? You know what I mean? Crowded football, crowded. But it's not like no first the first series. I seen a little bit of penetration. I think our defense played decent, but then, like I said, you, what you do is you you eliminate that with Josh Allen's running. You know his his legs. That that's that's what you don't count for. That extra guy running football. That's why he's always dangerous. <laughs> Lamar Hunt, uh, uh, Hunt. I'm sorry. Lamar Jackson, dangerous, right? That's what we're talking about. Jalen Hurts, dangerous running the football. So when you have those type of guys in, 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 in a defense that's not prolific, you're always going to have issues and problems. And then all of a sudden what happens, oh, my gosh, Dan Sorsen, oh, he ain't doing no good. Oh, this guy, you know, put Thornhill in. I don't care who you put in there. <laughs> Baker, everybody, everybody was getting a business. When you Look, you don't have no pass rush. You cannot cover guys all day long. It's going to be holes. It's going to be open. And so pressure, pressure absolutely eliminates that. On the other side of the ball, offensively. Now, look, I've, I've said this. I've kind of like sung the praises of our offensive line. But we were getting beat up. I mean, it's true. There was, look, there was some things, and I hate calling guys out, but our tackles was having some problems. And all they was, they was bringing four. They was bringing four, dropping seven. That's all they was playing. That's it. Playing a lot of men. That's what they were doing. And it was beating our guys up at the line of scrimmage, right? But there was pressure. So it wasn't like they was bringing five or six. It wasn't really like a whole lot of blitz. What they was doing, they was just uh, confusing the offensive line. So you know how you just come up, you walk, right? So we make it count, offensive linemen. You know, we make it count. So this is where we are. Here's the mic. This is what we're looking for. So back off. But all of a sudden, now you're running loops. We're getting beat. Just getting beat, man. So tackles. Just with the width of the pocket and the depth, issues, just issues. And then all of a sudden, Patrick, he's running. And he look, he made some errant throws. He, there were some things he probably shouldn't have did. There were some things he probably wanted back. But, you know, dang, cut the guy, right? Defense even makes a, he makes a tremendous play, tipping the ball and getting it for, uh, for the interception. I mean, we're we down in the red zone to score. We try to score right then. That takes that ball away. So, man, it's just things that happen in the series of the game that you're just like, my gosh, like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? But I had to say, man, this is the first time I had to say the Chiefs got beat. This is it's the first time. I mean, handily just got beat. Other than that, shoot, every other game was close. 
like you said, it could easily went a different way. You know, probably could be sitting over here, I, I say four and one, just because the score was what it was this past week. But I don't know, Shop, where's those guys at? I know, you know, we talking about personnel. I don't know if we have those guys on the team, especially like on the D-line. I just haven't seen it. You know, I just haven't seen it. And that's what I'm looking for. I go back to the two different things, attitude and effort. And I do say that there's there's some points in the game where I think our effort, uh, when you talk about the Chiefs' defense and offense, the effort I saw there on the field was not something that they would call themselves championship. That was not a championship level of effort. Uh, when you talk about the way our D-line was chasing Allen as opposed to the way the Bills were chasing Pat. Yeah. Bills defense was chasing Pat like it, like it mattered. Like it was yes. every, every, every time they had an opportunity to put a hit on him, Mm. Close to the out of bounds, like yeah. slide. It was always that 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 fine edge of are we gonna get called for roughing or not? Mm-hmm. Um, so that Pat always felt them around him. Whereas it seemed like multiple times when uh, Allen was running the ball, our guys were hesitant to really lay the hat on him because they didn't want to get the flag. Um, man, when I watched him early on on that first third down when they ran that quarterback power. Uh-huh. I would have told my safety's a linebacker that you light him up like a Christmas tree. And you make that offensive coordinator know on that first drive, if you run him, he we yeah. will put him down. We're going to lay him down for the rest of the day if you if you run that quarterback power again. I don't care. And yeah. The fact that we didn't do that on that first opportunity, that's when you knew it was going to be a long day. Because uh, you can't you cannot let teams feel – because you, you never can guard against the quarterback. Yeah. Like every defense – it's built to stop the running game, but we never account for the quarterback keeping the ball and running. There's only so many defenders you got, right? Every gap is right. taken care of. That's that right. quarterback always that extra offensive weapon that you kind of just throw your hands up and say, all right, give me another set of downs. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you run a quarterback on a sweep or a power, somebody on that defense got to let him know uh, and look up to the box, let the offense coordinator know, don't you keep running him, we're going to put we're gonna in his season. Yeah. Uh, that never got done. Uh, but you see on our side of the ball, 91, 50, um, a lot of the guys close to the sideline, putting extra hits on Pat, pushing him, you know, out of bounds and all that kind of stuff, even when he slid. Um, it was just a different attitude. Uh, they was playing with a different amount of aggression. And uh, we just, I think as a team, it didn't seem like we were ready for that uh, type of physicalness, and we, we didn't rise to the occasion, really. That's good. That's good. It's true. You can see it. That's, that's a great point. That's a great point. This thing's almost like uh, confidence-wise. I know for right now, uh, Sorensen's confidence is shot. You know, whether it's within the team, whether it's within the media or everywhere, you know, he's not getting anything to, to get him, you know, motivated for a game, to keep him in the game, uh, to get the best out of him. You know, maybe it's best if, you know, we do just throw one out there just to, you know, give him a relief. I'm not going to, again, I don't think Dan is as bad as we as everybody else is painting him out to be. Now, again, as we've all said, our defense as a whole just isn't playing worth crap. You know, and I know I said it earlier, like Tyron Matthew came out, set the tone for Baltimore. Outside of that, he hasn't really done a whole lot in the rest of the games. You know, he is what what we what we what is known as an instinctive safety. He knows plays kind of like before they happen. You know, he's great ball awareness. He knows how to make the plays. But if you run the ball at him, you're going to get big chunks. If you're throwing the ball to the receiver that he's covering, you're almost going to get a completion. He is not a cover guy, but that's what we use him as. We almost use him as a 
safety slash nickel. And I don't understand the coverage part of it. Uh, but, yeah, I like him more so as that roaming safety that just gets to sit back there and make plays. But when he's getting run at, it, he's, you see him, he grabs the guy up high, he throws him down, he's getting three or four extra yards. He's not a big tackler. Well, he's a small guy. We know that. So not to say he's not a good safety because he really is. He's not the safety right now that we're playing him as. And that's some, you know, hell, I don't know if we've had a safety in the league that 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 plays at nickel and cover corner, uh, receivers. So he's probably the first, right? Uh, but he's down in the box quite a bit. When he's, when he's able to, do, to get through the line of scrimmage, he does make plays in the backfield. The dude is just instinctively that good. But overall, he's not capable. I don't think he's – I won't say he's not capable. He is not a cover guy, uh, and he is not the run uh, stopper that, you know, we play him to be. On the other hand, Bolton right now seems like he's having to take a lot off of the linebackers from the from his play. Neiman hasn't done much. Just put it out there. I think everybody sees it, and I think everybody knew it beforehand. He's much more of a special teams guy. But with Gay being hurt, we got to throw him in there. So it's either, like I said, we haven't done the greatest job of drafting. We haven't. I don't. I couldn't tell you one guy that Beach has gotten that's an all-pro guy. Brown hasn't turned out to be that big threat of an offensive lineman that we thought he'd be that's going to protect, uh, you know, Mahomes because uh, he's getting out of the pocket quick. So, like, right now, a lot of Beach's picks have not panned out. Because Mahomes isn't his, Kelsey isn't his pick, Tariq Hill isn't his pick. So, like, what else is on our offense or on our team that's that? Chris Jones isn't his pick. So, what else is on Darius our team? Sneed. Who? Sneed. Who? Sneed. Oh, Sneed. I mean, he been getting been toasty. Well, I'm, this, this I'm never going to say anything bad about our play. I, I like I like Snead, but has he panned out to be a, a, a Pro Bowl corner? I know he got hurt last year. He's back fresh this year. He's having to go, you know, inside outside cover techniques. None of these guys have panned out so far. Think, None I of these picks have. I think the return on investment on Odarius is going to be something going to be uh, we'll be we'll be happy with. Um, I think his natural position is playing the nickel, playing on the slot. I think he's best when he's in there in the middle of the field, being able to go both ways. When you put him on the edge, you can tell he's a, he's not as uh, not as comfortable uh, being close to that sideline and stuff like that. He really rather be in the middle of the field, being able to you know uh, work off the slot. Um, obviously, the ball being played down the field, he, he tried to undercut it, and obviously didn't uh, didn't didn't respect. Uh, uh, Allen's arm enough to think he would be able to flick it there to get to Emmanuel Sanders, which he, you know, he did. But I mean, you want you want to encourage guys to make plays, be playmakers all over the field. Um, right now, 100%. I mean, all the plays, all the plays we don't make, I think, are more like learning lessons, right? These are these are these are moments for these guys to learn. While the obviously the bullets are real, uh, you can't practice it. it. It only comes in game time, um, and it's time to put up and shut up, right? All the playmakers, time to make some plays. We tried to do all the little uh, window dressing to, to <laughs> keep us out of certain coverages and keep us out of certain mix. I think for uh, Honey Badger, one thing we got to realize is, I mean, his, his money ain't no more guaranteed money on his contract. And I think once he's seen what had happened to other safeties before him in previous seasons, you go out there on that last year, go out there all hell bent if you want, you get hurt, ain't nobody going to have no 
no not, nothing to say about you. So mm. uh, he doesn't look like he's playing as carefree and aggressive and simple as he did a year ago. And that might be because, you know, he ain't really got the, the deal done yet. So he's out there doing what he can do. Obviously, he's trying to, I, I mean, I, I would believe um, if, if he got paid, he probably would unleash uh, a little bit more fury on people. But, I mean, he got to do what he got to do. And the organization got to do what they got to do, right? So everybody's kind of, um, that, that's what I feel in my heart is that, um, you know, that money right right now with him. So it's hard for him to really go out there and just unleash the beast when, at the end of the day, you know, you got to take, you got to make sure you take care of yourself first and foremost as an athlete, right? That's true. But again, like, I, I go back to Veach, man. Like, again, oh, oh. But, but look, we ain't got the picks. But, but look, I, I think, and, and, and I, that's a good uh, perspective, you know, as far as, you know, the money uh, part of, of, of Matthew. But I believe, man, a lot of his, his play is just predicated on guys being in the right position, right? I mean, the thing is, I mean, look, <laughs> it's a team, a team game. So the D-line has to be prolific for the linebackers to be good, right? I don't know any linebackers that's been great that didn't have a good D-line. I mean, honestly, you can go all, all through them and see what they D-line did. If you was a great linebacker, you had guys in front of you that kept those guys off of you for coming to the second level. So oh, I get that, J.D. Give you a little something on that. There's defenses, Sean knows, all our blisses. If they don't hit home, there is no way we as DBs can cover it. That, well, yeah, that's that's my point. So, yeah, that's my point. So, so that's what I'm saying. E. So, I'm saying this: it, everything is predicated off like honey badges. Like, look, he, he can't be dynamic. Everybody else is, is messing. The D line ain't getting it. Linebackers have to, you know, try to make up you know room and space where they can because they're not reading it right. They ain't in the right position, and so all of a sudden, you see him now. He's exposed for what he, you know, what he can and can't do. And so, I, I think everything, man, is just it's like one of those snowball effects, right? Like, I, I don't care. You could have the greatest quarterback in the world, like Patrick Mahomes, right? Best quarterback in the NFL, arguably, without a doubt. If the offensive line is now making him seem like just a regular quarterback because they're coming home and getting him, then it doesn't even matter. I don't care how great of an arm you got. So all these things, man, are predicated on everybody doing their job right and everybody's not doing their job right or to the level that they should be doing what we expect, you know, and we say this because we play the game. We understand because we watch it out here. And so I'm sitting over here. I'm just looking at the product that's being put out there and shop said, man. And, and to be honest, shop, but that, that's a great point. The way that the bills defensive line was crawling and scratching. I mean, like was trying to get home was a totally different mindset than I've seen our defensive line playing with. I mean, you know, these guys are trying to get skinny. I'm mean, going over top. I mean, they touching Patrick. Uh, look, they didn't care. The, matter of fact, the secondary had a lot of, uh, like, holding calls. They didn't even care about getting them. They didn't care. Hey, you know what? Fine. Whatever. We, we'll get one. Little penalty. Let's line up play, play again. So, at a certain point, it's like this. We just going to keep creating pressure. Pressure, like they said, bust pipes. If I could get this guy thinking and just get him uncomfortable and making Aaron throws and stuff like that, that's what we want to do. What have the Chiefs been doing? What have they been looking at? They've been looking at defensive linemen and defenses coming after our offense only with four down linemen. That's what they've been watching. They've been looking at this, man. It's, you know, look, we, it's, it's, it's game planning, right? I didn't see now. We still got a young line. We, have, we got a young line. We got new guys that's tr- still trying to find that, you know, continuity with each other, right? 
that rapport with one another. And so, like you said, Brown hadn't been playing the, the best. Tough going from, from right to left, man. It, it is. It's just, it's just all a thing. It, it's, it's tough. Niang is, is his first season. This is his first full season playing tackle. And he's going to get some some guys, some, some real guys on the other side. It ain't, pre, it ain't preseason no more. This is, hey, this is the real bullets flying right here, baby. And so when you look at those things, you can see the pressure these guys are, are dealing with. Now, I'll say this. And e, I know you were kind of talking about this a little bit earlier. Using the gimmicks and stuff have worked for us in the past, right? Little cute stuff and doing all these, you know, getting on the sandy. You got three guys going to, okay. You know what? Sometimes you got to go and play ball. We didn't run the football effectively this past game. We just didn't. We didn't, we didn't even try to run it. Matter of fact, I looked at first down, first and 10. I don't know how many times we decided to run the ball, but we didn't. We just got away from that part of the game. Uh, Josh Gordon, I think he's going to add an element to part of that because now it's like, look, we got a big body that can, you know, get guys, you know, use his body and his frame to, to get open. Like it, when he came out and, and, and snatched that football, I don't even think the ball was going to him, but that sucker came through all six, five of his frame. Just it's, it's, it's like, Whoa, look at this coming off the screen. I, I got a, I got a 75 inch TV screen, man. It looked like that joke was laying all the way across his joker when he caught it for real. I'm just like, man, we need to see a little bit more of that on offense, you know, so we could get past some of that gimmicky things because they, look, yeah, Tampa, Gave the blueprint. Don't let them go deep, right? Like you said, he they don't do a lot of checking down because those things are open. I seen check downs open all game last week. He didn't check down not once, not not that often. I mean, he could have just like throw, 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 dip, didn't do it. Look, cause you're looking for the big play, and that's some of those things, man. We got we got to get to to understand and to get to of understanding. Like, look, man, take what the defense gives you. But if we drop in seven, they ain't gonna let you beat them deep. It's not gonna do. It's not gonna happen. And they're going to get physical. Get physical on the little guys. Little receivers. I know, you know, Sean, hey, look, Bobby Shop see a little receiver come through? Man, you better hit him. You better give him a little something when he come through there. Right? Like you said, Josh Allen, he's running football. You better give him something. Hit him on his back. Whatever you need to do. I don't think we strike that type of fear in those guys' hearts yet. We don't, we're, not, we're not doing that. Like, at defensively, ain't, ain't no fear in nobody's hearts. That's why they go for it on fourth down. For what? Why not? Why not? So... Things got to change, man. Some dynamic things have to change. Seriously. Did you, all, change. did you all see a difference in the first half versus the second half? I mean, the defense, um, Willie Gay, I think he got more snaps in the second half. And he we had three three and outs in the, in the, uh, in the second half. And then obviously, the we almost had four three and outs. And then the, the flag, uh, and they, you know, they, and they ended up kind of running the clock out there. Um, but did you see kind of difference in the urgency, uh, like from the uh, offensive uh, or the defensive side in the second half versus the first half? Definitely the play calling was different coming out in the second half. It was more blitzes being called, more aggression. And like we said, when when there, when there are things that are going on with the defense, if D linemen aren't staying in the right gaps, if linebackers ain't making the right, right reads, as a coordinator, only thing you're left to do is blitz. Because the one thing we know about the blitz game is right when the ball is hiked, everybody know where to go. It ain't no, you're not reading anything. You're taking gaps, you're busting. Whoever comes in front of you, you just splatter them. Um, it's a very defined way when guys are a little bit unsure of who's going to be where, you just got to keep blitzing. And as we blitzed more and more in that second half, you saw those, um, you know, we, we got them to punt the ball. Uh, we started getting the ball back, started getting some momentum. But then, you know, again, it comes down to for the first half, their D-line is putting hits on our quarterback. 
So maybe as a coaching staff, you're telling the ref, hey, you got to watch those late hits. You got to watch those late hits. We don't get a call. And J.D., E. Ward, y'all know about this. The team that complains is always the one, when they do it, going to get called for it, right? You complain to the refs about uh, holding, 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 and then the second your offense got the ball, you see that holding flag come out. So that's how referees, for, since we've been playing, they, they get you to be quiet. All that chirping you're doing about wanting to call, they'll give you the call all right, but it's going to be for the wrong team. So <laughs> I, I've watched that that hit that um, uh, uh, Frank put on that quarterback. We, we, you can't hit him low no more. You can't hit him in the head. You only got about a two-foot window. He puts his shoulder pad right in that two-foot window. He does not spike him into the ground. He does not do anything extra. Mm. It was Ooh. a good football hit. So? It was a good hit. It was a clean football hit on a six-five guy. I, like I, I, he ju- he jumped in the air. That's why I made it look like he he put him down because he kind of jumped I, I, on the how play. How else do you get a six-five guy down to the ground? I know, you yeah, think, you like. Yeah, you can't lay him down soft. You can't do it. Yeah, they ain't going to look pretty. But, but a lot of these calls nowadays, Barbershop, it's, it's, it's so hard defensively to play the game at full speed because now it's, it's, there's so many rules against you to where either how you attack it, how you hit a guy, how you react after a tackle, all that shit's played into it because, like, if, if, if like J.D. said, if you jump with a tackle, it's like you're driving a guy into the, into the ground. When you, you're just trying to get him off his feet and put him on the ground. If you go in with your head lower, shit, that's all we've done. Is, I mean, as tacklers, your head isn't lower, but your head is the first thing going in. It's hard to go in and just like to say you're not trying to target when you're just trying to make a tackle. You know, or some of the – it's just so hard defensively to play that game full speed and to expect everything to go your way because it's not. You're going to make some plays to where you think you're making a good play, and just because of the rules change, it's caused a penalty, and now it's like you got to second guess. You got to play a step slower than what you've been playing. Because that was a good hit that Frank had. I think real good hit. It caused no harm to to, to Allen, but the refs viewed it as a sportsman like a personal foul. And that would have been a fourth stop in a row for our offense. I mean, for the defense. Um, obviously, again, the, the turnovers that we were receiving on offense made the, the score didn't change any, but. I mean, that's the kind of momentum you think the defense is going to probably have to start using more, more of um, something that's it's really defined where everybody goes. True. Okay, now, nice uh I think it was Hitchens. When they uh, – Allen had a check down to the running back. I think dude ran for like 25. You remember he took off running to get back to the secondary? I mean, <laughs> but he no, had his so back turned. Defense, there is uh, a play-action pass. They call it bust-out. You got to bust out, and you're supposed to chase the, the double crosses. You know, when the two slot guys, you know, hit hit like that, when you check in for the run, and you know it's not, a, and you see because they did it from a two back set. They had the fullback in there. They both dove into the line of scrimmage. Linebackers checked up, and then they busted out. I'm not saying you need to. You don't turn bust back out with your head, with your, with your name, with your name pointed towards Josh Allen. <laughs> oh, you got to. No, you got to. No, you like, don't. Like if, if, if you get if you get caught too if you if you get caught too far inside on that play action too fast, they tell you, you got to drop to a spot. You got to go to that spot, right? I don't care how you get there, but you got to go. JD, your name your name should never be as a linebacker. Your name should never be pointed towards the quarterback. I, well, dis- I, dis- I disagree, but the yeah. Bills did a good job of taking advantage of it because they actually ran that same play a little bit earlier and Croft mm-hmm. caught the ball and Bolton was a little bit short. He was running. It was early in the first quarter. They did the same exact thing out of a different uh, formation. 
but they got him up on the play fake. Uh, Tyler Croft was up there. They dropped it over Bolton's head. He was about two or three yards sh- short of it. And so yeah. they came back to the same concept. And this time they did a double and it took both of the linebackers out. There's got to there's be some type of uh, D-line or in, somebody who needs to account for that running back once he comes through the line of scrimmage. Right. Cause, cause if, you, if you're going to play with that concept, you know what I'm saying? Because right. it's timing, right? Because you're timing, hopefully, you know, he's making the fake, right? The, the play action. Now you're getting pressure. Just get just get in the way somehow. Just, you know, like I said, to make an errant throw. You know, because sometimes, he, like, like I used to see linebackers all the time. We run a boot. And them suckers, as soon as they see a boot coming, I'm coming on over route. Them suckers just take out running. Okay. That's that's 100 understandable. If you fall for the play action, yes, get your ass back in the cover. Right. But that crossing route is not going to come any deeper than 15 yards. Right. That's right. as far as you got to get as a linebacker. You ain't got to turn around and haul ass with your name pointed towards him. We you practice that in practice every week. That's that's a part of your pregame practice schedule. Right, it just sounds funny how you say it. Like, <laughs> okay, I, I just think in that situation for that play, it seemed like they saw some earlier, so they went ahead and they set him up and ran it again, and they got him. Right, it was they, they saw the DBs. I mean, the, the linebackers both busting out. They call it bust out. They he bust was out. running so fast he couldn't even stop. He slid trying to get back uh, up to the running back uh, again. I just every once in a while they, they make plays too. Uh, I know, Jay, and I, I'm not. In the, I, I hope I'm not making anybody look bad on our defense again. I'm the, I'm our I'm one of our number one supporters of any any particular player, coach, and fan that's associated with the Chiefs. I never try to downplay anybody that's associated with the Chiefs. You know, yes. I just try to point out some plays that hurt us. You know, point out some things that you know this is Chiefs concern, and that's kind of what we voice our opinions on. Like, are a few of the concerns that we see. You go ahead. You're gonna have about a fifty thousand views on it. Like, man, you ain't supposed to see nobody's number on their back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I got. We're gonna have to break down that that film, that old film, to show me turn around, busting out. I'm like, yeah, look. Nah, bro, you run at an angle. Right there, you run at an angle to get to your spot. Well, I, but that, but that goes. It, it really goes to. That's how. When you have a running quarterback and a guy like that, and when you said they, they did that counter with the with the with the quarterback, it's dangerous. They got look, they gotta honor it. They have to. You know what I mean? You gotta honor the run. And that and that's what I mean, true. When you when you get a, a defense just from the offensive philosophy of doing that, like they had to, you know, respect the run, respect it, respect it. That's just open up the pass all day long. That's just I mean, it's just what you want to do. So <laughs> the Great game plan by the Bills. Great game plan. Yes. Um, yes. But there was playoff the, team. You know, Come on, man. Look, playoff team. Playoff team. They're they're a good team. We knew that before going into it. We knew that last year. Yeah. You know, we knew that. We knew that as soon as Josh Allen took over. You know, he's a he's a playmaker. He's a good quarterback. Again, to me, he's a top five quarterback. And on a team that's got a bunch of no name guys, and I say no name, like not not a lot of popular guys. And so, and he's out there. Who's that? Josh Allen. Talking about the, who, the Bills. Oh, Diggs. Okay. Uh, what's the name of Beasley? Little Bees. He get busy. Little Bees get busy every once in a while. Sanders. 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 Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders. He got some. Look, he got not, some nice. I play, I play fantasy football. football. I know the whole lineup. I, I play fantasy Knox. football. So. Knox. He got, they got some boys now. Oh, Singletary. Now, 
Yeah, now they running back. Now the, the running back core, I, I, I'm not really with, but the but the wide receivers, <laughs> he, he's got some guys now. He, he's got Diggs, some weapons. Diggs is a Diggs is a big name. Diggs is a big time receiver. I give him props. Yeah. Emmanuel is a he's not a has been. He's a, he, right now he's a name. He's a household name, but he's not anything that's going to cause any fear to any secondary. I don't think he's that type of player anymore. Mm. Again, I play fantasy, so I know all the names. I'm in 12 <laughs> fantasy leagues, so. <laughs> you said that, man. I couldn't believe it. You said, two, I, I know. I'm like, I can't, this can't be right. Well, I'm you're actually in 12? Yeah. Who? Damn. Damn. I, I, I'm at seven. I thought that was a lot, but 12, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you're right, it is. It's, I, I, that's completely overload. So. <laughs> I love it, though, man. <laughs> um, I did want to ask you guys some questions about the um, – about the offensive side of the ball, we kind of got into it a little bit, but uh, Mahomes had a uh, press conference uh, either today or yesterday where he says, I have the quote here, I've been a crazier player as far as scrambling and making throws, but in my career, I've never been someone who throws a lot of interceptions. I have to look at it now, reevaluate what I'm doing, and I have to cut it out. And during that game, Collinsworth kind of pointed out that there was a lot of the underneath stuff they were giving us all night that we just weren't taking, and J.D., you kind of alluded to that. What is it going to take for us to kind of embrace that? That's what we're going to kind of get. Like that's that, that's the kind of looks we're gonna get on defense. We gotta kind of embrace the underneath stuff. I mean, you ask them what is it gonna take? I mean, we've already got the losses to show. So uh, right now, we just gotta come out and, and do it. I think he's he's well recognized as being the top quarterback in the league right now. Probably most most popular player in the NFL right now. Um, but he's also not known for throwing slant routes, for throwing hitch routes, or or taking the short gimme stuff. Patrick has been known to carve up defenses, whether he's outside of the pocket or inside. And if he's not able to carve open those, those defenses because teams are taking Tariq Hill away and the guy that's taking the top off the defense, now it's, okay, we get Kelsey with these little short 10 routes, you know, eight yards, and he gives us what he gives us. Or we try to get Mahomes, now Gordon, and Robinson, these other little short routes. They don't, we don't, that's not what we are. We want the chunks. And if the chunks aren't there, then, yeah, he's immediately getting out of the pocket. And it's now it's like you're either going to take the hit, throw the ball away, or force it. Look, it's, it's, <clears throat> that's what practice is for. So you call it purposeful practice. <clears throat> and everything that we did, you, you know you're good at this, you know, right? You know you can throw the deep ball. You know you can do those things, right? But you get into practice and you, and you go through scenarios, right? Things you're not good at, let's just go over them. Check down. We're going this in a drill, you know, in these team drills. Seven on seven. I don't care if it's seven on seven. You had to go through the check down, check down, check down, check down. Now you just make a part of it because the thing is, you know, to 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 make any habit stick or, you know, you to do something, you got to work it over and over again. And so they'll start incorporating that more, like I said, in practice, doing these things. I know he's 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 seen it. He's heard about it. Should he seeing it right now in the film? Like they're going through the film. I guarantee it's like, look, look at look what they're giving you. So that whole uh, moniker of like take what the defense gives you, that's what he has to do, right? He knows he could look, he's a gunslinger. He could get it in windows that other people can't. He can make throws other people that can't. The easy throws is the ones we need to get him start working on now, right? So we don't need for you to be, you know, John Wayne or whoever, you know, throwing a ball down the field, having a cannon. You had that part of your game. That's you got that on the wraps, the little things, right? The check down, the five yards, the six yards, like he says, throwing some slants, right? Now you got a big body on the outside. You ain't got to worry about, you know, uh, corners coming up and trying to body Josh, Josh Gordon. 
You know what? Throw a slant to him. Yeah, you know, he's the perfect guy for a slant. Huh? He's the perfect guy for a slant. Perfect guy. Perfect guy. So there you don't have to run all the little, you know, the motions and the, the, the flips and, and flopping and, you know, you turning around on like some of that stuff looks, <laughs> I just laugh at it because it's cute, but I'm like, I know it's ain't going to work. And it does. It's just, you you know, you just get, it's window dressing, right? They, they're the best at it. But now it's like, okay, I watched them do like different things to try to trick the defense. Defense didn't budge. <laughs> they just play what they play. They ain't checked to nothing. They just play straight. Buffalo and, has a sound team, though. Huh? They have a sound team. They have a really good sound oh, yeah. team. They, Come on, man. Sean McDermott. Uh, uh, Sean, you played with uh, 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 Sean up there, right? Uh, yeah, McDermott? That's Leslie Frazier, ain't it? Yeah, well, well, Leslie, but but Sean, you know, Sean's going to have a lot to, to say about that. I mean, you know, they're going back, you know, they're talking because they defensive-minded guys. And so Sean, uh, I had Sean when he, he first when he was uh, got to Philly, and I guess he left, and then he came back, and and, and S. Dot, you was under him then, right? Kind of philosophy. Yeah. So yeah, that, I, was with, I was with McDermott both my in 02 and in 06, uh, defensive assistant, but then he came back as a coordinator for the organization. I was able to do a, a coaching intern with the Eagles. Uh, Coach McDermott was there during training camp. So, obviously, a bright-minded guy. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he's all about building culture, uh, attitude, purpose, um, yeah. a strong faith guy. Um, and when he got to Buffalo, he got, he made, he cut some guys that, you know, the organization felt like were their guys. He felt some some guys that the Buffalo Bills fan base thought were great players. Yeah, and McDermott came in there and just got – Got rid of them, traded them, cut them. Say these guys, they don't play hard. They don't, they don't play through the whistle. I can't, I can't. They make too much money for me to try to convince them. So I'm just gonna get rid of them, and we're gonna we're gonna rebuild this thing from the ground level. So he knows how to cut them down and build them up. He's like you said, he, he built he's built up a a team to know how to go hunt. Yeah, right. Ain't nobody gonna cut on that film and say that the Buffalo Bills don't show great effort on any play. They might not win every snap, but they gonna you gonna see great effort. Yeah, guys like uh, Jordan uh, Poirier in the set, no, 21 to set the safety. Well, I like I like Poirier and I like Hyde. Both of those safeties that they, they both play hard. Yep. Yep. Not, not the most, neither one of them the most talented, right? But they they give you it. They give you what they got all 100%. Every snap of the game, they give it to you. So uh, you, you can win with those guys like that. And then your linebackers, obviously, guy from Virginia Tech. I know he got a bunch of cousins and brothers in uh, Edmonds, right? Those 6'6. Six, six, uh, Predator looking Joker. Uh, he's gone. I mean, he's that, cover, that he the cover DM? Is that the DM? Uh, that's a middle linebacker. Linebacker. Oh, okay. Um, he he finishes well, but then they got you know uh, Russo from Miami. I uh, got him last year. He opted out. Now this, this is his first year. He, a defensive player to AFC this week after the um, game he had against us. Uh, but you can tell he won't thank him. He was out there just being an athlete. Uh, <clears throat> I, I wish so much after that first drive because we had the defense out there so long. And we would have capitalized off of that by starting to run it downhill, let them offensive linemen lay heavy on these guys. When you got yeah. great athletes, obviously yeah. the one thing they hate, they, they hate being tired, and then they hate for 300-pound men when they're tired to be laying on them, right. just laying heavy on them, running downhill at them. They want the pass rush. That's right. how you let me as a defensive, as an athlete, I get the advantage over the offensive lineman because I know I'm a better athlete. When you running, when you're going big on big, Doubling down, staying yeah. on those doubles, moving the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. taking that three, five yard carry, continuously doing that every series. Man, you you get a defense and start thinking how bad I want to be out here. And that game, that again, without that fumble, us getting the ball back, having the opportunity to put another 
you know, 10-play drive together and really laying heavy on them um, to, to go about score, I think that, again, we, 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 it's, a, it's a hindsight, it's 2020, but that game could have turned a completely different um, if we were to call some plays a little bit different, just, just allowing yeah. our offensive line to eat. Right, right. That's, that's true. And, 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 and I say, I seen even when they was kind of running some things, they, they ran like uh, uh, Tyreek from the backfield too. Couple of times he ate. I shoot, he got like nine, ten yards just from the backfield, just running the ball. Like, hey, shoot, that, that was his his natural position. Shoot, put that joker back there every once in a while because now we, we don't have Ceh, right? So that's the next thing coming up this this week. What what are you gonna do now? Ceh is out. Okay, look, Williams is a great back, and and you want to put who back there? Tariq Hill. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying once in a while. I'm not saying just you know put him back. I'm just saying. When That's they our ran best him, receiver, man. No way. Oh no, no. I'm just saying when they ran him. I'm just saying when they ran him in the game, that it just gave the defense a different look. Having a real fast guy, who, you know, shoot the fastest dude in the NFL in the backfield, who's zipping around. And if you put that cheetah, you can put that joker anywhere. I mean, he's. I don't care where you put a, you know, uh, a Ferrari. That's still gonna go. It's gonna fly. So. That's. I, I'm just saying with McKinnon. It's good. Williams is good. If you want to run Tyreek in the backfield every once in a while or, or, or Hardman, shoot, why not? Just just look. We got to run the football. I'm just saying that. We need to run the football a little bit more than what we did this past game. When we run it the, the last two weeks, we got over 100 yards rushing. And like and Shot was saying, you had those big guys up front. Now you had Trey Smith, Yang, and all those guys leaning on them. That's what you want to see. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. It, it, like mm-hmm. you said, defense – like you said, they start like, man, what time's this game over? They looking up at the clock. Hey, they, they could feel it. They could feel it. So get them big jokers like that leaning on them, like you said. I agree with you on that. Yeah, and Andy Reid has used Tyreek Hill in the backfield. I remember during the Alex Smith days, I remember that he would be, he'd be lined up with him a lot back there. I mean, just, he'll use him yeah. sparingly, but right, yeah, right. mix it up. Um, all right, so we'll go to our game predictions. Um, this is the, uh, the Sean Barber Bowl. The uh, Red, uh, not the Redskins, the Washington football team and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are a seven point favorite. I believe the line's now six and a half now, six point six and a half point favorite uh, away uh, in Landover. Um, now, what are your score predictions and who do you guys have in, uh, in this game on Sunday? I got to go 31 14. I, I mean, it's got to be a significant win for us. Uh, Heineke's a, the quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I. I figure this this has this has to be a statement game for us, you know. After all the heat that we're getting, um, you know, we got two losses that are at home, of all places. You know, we lost at home with, uh, to to you know the Chargers and and now Buffalo. So uh, we have to come out and make a statement, offensively for sure, and I think defensively this would be a, a good team for us to to to, to fix a few things and, and find out what our identity is going to be. Because right now, you know, I think we're last in damn near all the categories of, of what uh bad defenses are so uh, we got to come out and make a statement so 31 14. Mm. i agree with you I, I'm, I'm gonna go mm. i'm gonna go 35 17. i'm with you it's gonna be a statement game but we we could we could definitely put those those points up on the board and uh why not do it against Washington? Heineke, I, I, I mean, you know, he's, he's a guy that's come in. He's had some success. But I think if you, you know, game planning right, I mean, they got some receivers over on that on their end, too. I know that uh, uh, 
Yeah, uh, Tiger. Yeah, that's seventeen. Yeah, McLaurin is yeah, McLaurin's a bad boy. Uh, they got the, the the running backs good too, so they they got some guys. But I think I think we hold them to seventeen points, man. To be honest with you, because the defense got to come out with something different as well. We had to be put a different product on here. So yeah, I'm gonna go thirty-five seventeen. All right, now it's time for the fantasy guys. So I can fill in all the blanks. Aaron Gibson is the running back. Uh, they got McLaurin. They got Humphreys. Adam Humphreys. Uh, the tight end is Ricky Seals. He just came in. Man, we don't want another whole line. We want another prediction. <laughs> no, I thought. I mean, I'll just fill that. I mean, the, the listeners might. Here. The listeners are saying a bunch of things, you know. That you you saying they got a running back, you know. They want to fill in who these names are, so I I'm just filling in the blanks. Curtis uh, the Samuel. tight end is replacing uh, Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas on IR, so they got another tight end. Seals just came off of a eight target game, five receptions, so that's a good pickup for your fantasy if you're looking for a tight end on the <laughs> waiver wire. Uh, uh, obviously, the red, the, the 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 Washington football team is a team uh, with Heineke. They're going to put up probably about um, – I'm going to say they're going to put up 24. So I'm going to say 37-24, the Chiefs. Um, Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator, uh, obviously he's long in the tooth. And the thing is, with these coordinators, we know when you've been doing something for a long time, it's hard to change. Yeah, right. you, know, you know, the, the you say the blueprint has been put out by Tampa about, hey, let's just rush for and drop everybody else. Uh, I, 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 even though the, 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 the Washington team is built to be able to do that, Yes. They got some studs with sweat. They do. Yes. Uh, they got sweat, and then they got the other the, the cat from o, o, uh, OSU. Yeah. Uh, the, the Maryland kid, young rookie of the year. So they got guys up front. They got a bunch of Alabama guys, right? Uh, Allen and uh, another guy they got from Alabama uh, out there putting on that pressure in that front four. Um, so they they got the ability to, to drop seven, but I don't know, man. I think I think they're gonna be one of those. Uh, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. I think they're gonna do what they they same stuff they've been doing. Um, last year when he was one of the best defenses in the league, uh, pressure package, play a lot of man, try to reroute. Uh, even though against a team that has a lot of speed, I think that their pride and their ego is going to be like, we ain't copying nobody. We ain't doing that. We're going to do what we do. <laughs> even though that hasn't gotten many wins, that many wins this year, um, I think their pride and their ego and what they do, they're going to stick with what they do instead of trying to morph to something that's been working. And obviously I don't think that's going to work out in their behalf, but so I got 37 uh 24. Okay, so I'm gonna change mine 31-21, man. So I just just because of I, I feel like our defense will play better. Uh 21 points isn't all that great, but it's better than what we've been doing. So I, yeah, I, all of these give them 20. So 31-21. You see that JD? That, that explanation I gave was so good, man. Warfare. It was. It was. It made you change. Yeah. Hey, I, put that, that, I put that butter on that bread so nice. He was like, you know yeah. what, man? Give, give me another slice of that, bro. Give me another it, slice of that. It, it, it was funny because I was gonna, I was gonna say the same thing. I want to change body. He beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. That's a, hey. That's what fantasy do, man. You start learning all these names, all these stats, and before you know it, man, you you feel like like man, like I should be, I should be. Assistant coach someplace. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, got I, I think I, got, I can stop some people, man. Well, I, I got McLaurin. I got, I got McLaurin on my fantasy team. And I had Josh Allen last week. So it was kind of bittersweet. Because I'm like, God, but he's running. I'm like, oh, you know, you kind of like, ah, you know, score. Don't throw did it you, in. Did you win? Did your team at least win? Oh, yeah, we won. Shoot, I put in okay. 90 points. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the one we in, doo-doo, boo-boo. Man, that, that's – jeez. <laughs> that's that, that 18 18 teams 
Yo, that's the first time I ever played with 18 guys in fantasy. I don't think I ever do that again. Shoot. <laughs> we we can got there's guys on teams that has been cut for three weeks already. Still on the roster. Yeah. Also, another side note to the, the, the score predictions. I just looked the um the, the total points uh, for the game is the highest of the of the weekend. It's uh, 56 and a half um for the Redskins, not Redskins, Washington football team and Chiefs game. Oh, I gotta take that. Shoot. 56 over. Yeah. yeah. Some couple of late touchdowns in the end. I'll take the over. Yeah. Last question before we go, I, I, JD. We kind of talked about that the kick return situation. Who, who do you guys think needs to be the, the guy back there? We, we talked about it being just moving Hardman back there full time. Um, what, what do you guys do? You guys want to keep Pringle back there, or and I know they Hardman. tried Mike Hughes out too. Hardman. Yeah, I'm a Hardman guy. This is spot Hardman too. No need to be nobody else. Hardman. I like to see our offenses go ahead and kind of settle down with uh, Tariq Hill, Gordon, and Harden being the three three wides, um, and then let um, Pringle go ahead and be the be the specialist as far as kickoff kickoff returns, and only bring Pringle in for that th- four wide. Um, obviously, I'm leaving out D Rob. I think you know he's been in for a while, kind of seen what he got. We know his highs, his lows. We know what we got with him. He's a solid receiver. Just at this point in the season, I think we need we need a little bit more of that position. So. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with keeping Pringle back there, uh, but I think we need to get a little bit settled in on the offense of who going to play what so we know what we got. Um, and then, uh, obviously, the 88, um, I can't remember, Jordy, 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 Jordy Forson. Uh, yeah. I love his red zone presence, but the running game, J.D., you got to tell him how to stay on the big. He got to stay, stay on that 50 on that end until the running back clears and then go up to yeah, the second yeah. level. He, he climbed into the second level, 50 come off, hit right. our running back on – like, we, we didn't even capture the edge. Where are you, where you releasing to, bro? I know you saw all that. It's, it's, it's a wide receiver mindset. We still try to get him out of it. That's what it is, you know. Just you know, patty cake with a guy. You can't patty cake with guys. No, uh-uh. Sure. LA heavy on him, man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right, fellas, that does it for us. We got the predictions done. Uh, everyone's everyone's taking the Chiefs and uh, covering this weekend. But uh, uh, thanks for tuning in to Chief Concerns presented by Bet Online. Sean, it's awesome to have you on, man. I'm I'm actually from the Northern Virginia area. Um, About time. And uh, I, uh, I actually have a, a friend of mine who's actually a mutual uh, as a mutual acquaintance of yours. I don't know if you know uh, uh, Yvonne uh, Duncan or Yvette Barry. Yvonne Duncan is actually the uh, my mother-in-law. No way. I end up, up marrying her daughter. I did not know wow. that. Wow. <laughs> so wow. do you know Miss? You know Miss Yvonne from uh, uh, Xerox or from? Yeah, I, I know from Xerox because uh, my, my buddy's uh, mom, Yvette Barry, was like really close friends with uh, Yvonne Duncan, and, and I remember when I was like, when I was younger, she they mentioned you, and I was like, oh, okay, I have Trump ever come on the show today, so that's. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's awesome. That'd be amazing. I'll make sure she watched the show. They live in uh, McDonough, Georgia now. Oh, wow. So she's retired now. Uh, her and uh, Alfonso. Wow. Thanks. Small world. Small world. Real small. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. I'm glad you finally came on. Yeah, appreciate you, shot. Yeah, we got to have you sign a waiver now, all right? So we're going to send it. JD said, y'all, y'all was going to send me some conversation. My conversation was that uh, he was going to get you to go to a men's group. Men's I'm going to send you a puzzle. 
the puzzle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's all the conversation I need, man. Five thousand pieces. Anything less than that, don't waste your time. Five thousand pieces, bro. Uh, yes, I appreciate you, brother, for sure. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.